Uh, welcome to Mortified's uh, 20th anniversary Kingdom Hearts special, uh, where me and my friend Layla, who are internet friends, talk about how much we love Kingdom Hearts and how happy we are that this franchise has lasted 20 years. I'm Aaron. And I'm half of a popo fruit. Oh, um, so yeah, Layla, we're just doing a little bit of a, a brief intro before we do our special uh, feed drop here. But, um, you know, this is it. This is the day that Kingdom Hearts was born. Happy birthday, Kingdom Hearts. Happy 20th birthday, Kingdom Hearts. You can't drink yet, but you sure have made me do it. <laughs> God, is that not the case? It is the case. You're right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but we just wanted to to do something a little bit special to note the anniversary just because we love the franchise so much. Um, you know, there's we've talked about it in our show, you know, it feels like dozens of times, even though it was only like six times. But, um, you know, Kingdom Hearts just really has a special place um, in our hearts, if I'm being and honest. And our lacks of hearts and our, uh, and our bodies. Yeah, that are disembodied <laughs> our from our hearts. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, let's let's talk about this. So we, um, you know, in a couple of minutes, we'll pivot to our brand new show with uh, Josh Green of the Bible Boys, Simple and Green, where Josh plays their Kingdom Hearts for the first time, and we take turns guiding him. Um, but, uh, you know, we talk about how we found Kingdom Hearts uh, in that show. But what what was the moment where you're like, I'm bought in? This is for me. That's a good question. Like, uh, I think it was probably, you know, the the moment you know you you play through Destiny Islands and it's like, okay, yeah, this is this is fine. Um, you you know, I I really do think it's it's the moment though that when you realize that there's some weird shit going on, is like when when Riku is just like, hey, Sora, there's no going back. We're never gonna see our parents again. There's a big fucking giant orb of darkness in the sky. Um, you know, you get sucked into a different world, and then a man with a with a sword that is a gun uh, comes and beats you up. Uh, it's like, oh, okay, there's something happening here. This franchise is interesting. Uh, but it was at that moment that I was like, okay, this this kind of rules. Um, I'm very I'm very bought in. Um, but yeah, K- Kingdom Hearts has has a lot of like really stunning moments. Uh, another one I think that is you know gets lost in the, all the other games is just the moment where like Sora has to fight through hollow bastion um with a fucking little shitty sword um like because riku took the keyblade and that was like such a huge moment for me as a kid that i was like oh my primary means of interacting with this world are is gone and i can't do anything and like having that as a realization you know hit me that like oh games can do this like that was wild for me um but yeah no just just a hugely hugely influential franchise for me as is in the way not only that i think about games but in the way that i think about you know how characters work and develop and, and can be yeah i think outside of pokemon there's like not a ton of like rpg experiences i can think of that were geared towards kids that were developed with like this much story and this much care so like kingdom hearts really is like a unique wild little smoothie of a franchise um i think you could credit my attachment to kingdom hearts to like utada hikaru like solely <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think you could you could give them that like prize um because i remember um just like because again the first time i ever watched uh, anybody play this is is i watched i watched somebody play this first before i ever bought it and um i don't think we watched the like opening cutscene together we were just like in the the choosing your character traits uh like 
darkness with the stained glass windows but i remember the first time i sat down on my like crt tv in front of my playstation 2 and i popped that disc in and that like opening little percussion heartbeat starts and utada hikaru just goes oh and it's the song (laughs) man i was like wow wowie zowie this is good and catchy and i like this so much and i don't know what i'm looking at but i'm into it um and you know like like you said there's all these like little moments of of triumph for sora and and it's like such an interesting way to um like hook a kid into a story and, and the mechanics are accessible and it's like a really really solid rpg for the time and i just remember uh that you know again otada hikaru soul credit for for hooking me in i remember at the end of the game um when sora's like kingdom hearts is light and like that whole end game sequence plays and you just hear that orchestration come in and it's the like slow orchestral version of simple and clean as like sora and kairi are reaching for each other in hd Mm -hmm. oh man oh man that was like the most i'd ever felt about a video game like to date so yeah i think i think for sure um like because my gaming experience prior to that like yeah there were some jrpgs but as we've discussed on the show those went over my head i was just playing them because i like the puzzles um this was the first time i felt like actually involved with the story so it was i don't know it was really good i really i really love kingdom hearts uh, even if it's you know messy and insane <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, that's that's also part of the fun, especially as we get older and, you know, have more experiences and realize that, you know, maybe there is media that is better on a technical level, like kind of being able to look back and, you know, not only look back, but look at the modern iterations of Kingdom Hearts and be like the, the messiness, the lore, that's like all kind of why we love it uh, is because just like it, there is some there is something of, of a, you know, degree of pride you take when you can like look at the meme that's like a bunch of like rikus it's like this is all the same character and then you go to the bottom one and it's four different characters but they're all they all have riku's face and it's like these are four different characters and be like oh no i know i know what they're talking about i know those those four different characters um there's riku there is repliku then there's ghost riku inside of regular riku that's actually repliku (laughs) then there's uh ansem Ansem. that looks like riku Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah, there's a lot of rikus yes 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 um but yeah no it's it is certainly a franchise that um, really molds you <laughs> as a young person, and um, you know I, I don't. I, I just remember as a young person like having this distinct thought that I was like, I want to have my own Keyblade and go on adventures with my own friends. And I was like, that 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 kind of ideology, like while maybe not sustainable, did kind of like shape who I was as a young person. Um, and I do have to thank Kingdom Hearts or curse Kingdom Hearts for that in some measure, but. Um, I think there's definitely worse media, worse messages than, you know, my friends are my power that I I could have taken in as a young person. So I I have to be grateful for that. Yeah, I think and I think you could you could definitely say that as especially like as we found our voice with this program, uh, I do think we have a core ideology of like this this boat is powered by laughter. You know, like Mm -hmm. I really think that. We took we took that with us um, as much as we humanly can under the global circumstances and, and that the fact that sometimes we engage with some just dog shit media. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, Kingdom Hearts is it's very important. It's it's a good franchise, and um, we're gonna find out what it's like to introduce an adult to it. 
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So without further ado, uh, we'll let our friend Josh take you into uh, Mortified and Bible Boys' joint crossover adventure, uh, Simple and Green. Welcome to Simple and Green, a simple man's first experience with the colorful world of Kingdom Hearts. I'm Josh, and I'm guided by Layla and Aaron. So, uh, hello, Josh. Oh, oh, Aaron. I'm so glad we're, we can get to meet you. <laughs> is it, is we're going to be your guardians of light? Uh huh. Oh, this is real fucked. No. <laughs> I can't do a I can't do a compelling Donald Duck impression, but if I could, <laughs> You'd be I joining would. Us. Uh, so yeah, this is Kingdom Hearts, something that I think means a lot to the other two hosts, and absolutely jack shit to me. Um, I have no experience with Kingdom Hearts. I think I watched Michael play the opening level five times because we had like one of those. You can get you get to play the first level on five of these games. Um, and I watched him do this and then Wind Waker over and over and over again because I was the youngest child. That meant I got to watch video games be played. Not, I didn't get to play the video games. So uh, I know nothing about Kingdom Hearts. I know Mickey Mouse is in it. I know some wild stuff happens. And I know the Sora guy's got big feet. Um, and the, the I will say the first half an hour, 45 minutes of this game did not disappoint. I got most of those things. <laughs> That is true. Um, before we talk about our good boy and his giant feet, uh, as God fucking intended, uh, I feel like, Aaron, do you want to introduce yourself uh, in your experience with this good, good franchise? Yeah, so I first got my hands on the Kingdom Hearts franchise when I was in the 12th grade. Um, I just got really, really into it, played through Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2, it just came out, um, so I played that too. Um, and it's just been like, like my first like franchise that I ever like really, really got into beyond like, you know, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. This was the first thing that I was like, oh, this is it. Like as soon as I got a PlayStation, this was like the first franchise that I really fell in love with. And, uh, you know, for better or for worse, still love it to this day. Um, so, uh, I'm just a huge fan. I'm very, very excited to see Josh <laughs> navigate these, uh, treacherous waters. Uh, yeah. And treacherous, they certainly fucking are. Um, yeah, I, I actually also uh, encountered Kingdom Hearts first by watching it being played by a friend of mine in the fourth grade, because I grew up Baroque, so, like, buying new games was not really uh, an option for a long time. Um, but when I did finally get, like, a, a the Game of the Year PlayStation 2 edition on sale used at GameStop... Um, I just remember, like, the thing that hooked me was that gothic-ass, like, stained glass sequence in the beginning, and I haven't been the same person since. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that, we are, we are the guardians of light here, uh, guiding Josh on their beautiful journey through, um, well, we start in, in, uh, Destiny Islands, which is where you met good, good Sora and his good big feet. I need... I just need to go on a quick tangent, and I won't go on this anymore because I'm changing how I'm playing the game uh, just so I actually complete the game and don't jump out of the two-story window I, I live at currently, which won't do any real damage other than making a scene. Um, 
I'm playing this on the Switch currently because when this came out for the Switch, Layla was like, hey, if no one's ever played this and is using it as an opportunity, hit me up. And that's how this podcast came about. Um, I was like, oh, this is great. I love my Switch. Uh, I did not realize how bad my controller drift had gotten and also how poorly it runs on the Switch. So I get about maybe 40 um, frames per hour. And uh, the camera is always spinning around in a circle constantly. Uh, So I got my ass absolutely handed to me on any challenge. I had to do, I had to fight most things twice. Um, Oh no. So glad there's no fall damage because I would just run off cliffs. Not a good experience. Hopefully that's the last time I ever complain about this because I will be um, stealing my girlfriend's PS4 and playing it that way. Uh, as God intended, I'm pretty sure that like Disney intended this to be played on your significant other's stolen PS4. Yeah, I think it really adds a, a beautiful little nuance uh, to the to the great story of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, they didn't want it to be played on like the PS2 or whatever when it came out. They wanted you to wait two generations and really, really get those polygons looking sharp. Uh, I mean, you're you're probably going to be playing the 1.5 edition. Uh right yes, sir. the final mix okay so like that's that that already is going to be such a difference from the ps2 version that 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 should probably be noted because like there's just like a lot of little quality of life changes um despite the fact that you had a very bad time um you know i think that's you know i don't think your experiences are unique i think everybody has been like yeah the cloud version is broken to hell um which is unfortunate but uh, despite that, I am very interested in how you felt about, you know, gameplay aside. What were your first impressions of that opening uh, cutscene? So, it like it opens into the great, like the actual game begins in the great dark abyss while you're standing on top of a Disneyland um, stained glass window of a different princess. I don't remember the order they're in. Um, and Snow White is first, I believe. I, I feel from just the that quick second, I was like, I think this is going to set the tone fairly well of like, oh, look at this colorful character. Why are there shadow monsters attacking me? Why, why do these shadow monsters pop up and try to eat me? Why is Cthulhu here? Why is Cthulhu all shadowy? And why can I only hit their hand? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a bit wild. Um, the It has you a like answer a lot of like buzzfeed from the mid 2000s personality quizzes in the beginning where it's like which do you value more friendship heart or your mind and i was kind of hoping it would tell me like what kind of cheese i am at the end but yeah i understand it's not the right game for that so what answers did you choose because we have them here um i think the, the questions are um the first one is like um what are you so afraid of what do you want out of life, and what's the most important to you? Uh, uh, I'm interested in what your a- answers were. Yes, so um, what's most important to you? I put friendship because I, I thought that that was the correct answer. Um, it is. And then uh, what you are scared of, uh, isn't there one that's like, like being forgotten? Um, that's getting old, being different, or being indecisive. Being indecisive, uh, which I thought was funny after I had to make like 20 decisions. Um <laughs> Uh, what was the last question? Completely forgotten. Um, what do you want out of life? And that's to see a rare sight, to broaden my horizons, or to be strong. 
Uh, that one was to broaden my horizons, because I'm really hoping that this uh, game changes my um, economic and political p- uh, beliefs. Oh, it will. I assure you. <laughs> I, t- I become a liberal after playing it. It's it sure. I think it might... Kingdom Hearts, I think, is going to radicalize you. It's just we have to find out about what and in which direction. <laughs> uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> There's a lot of opportunities to be radicalized. If this game makes me a crypto bro, you're going to get some angry texts from my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Sort of, I mean, uh, they do NFT. they do invent an in-game cryptocurrency. That is where where Bitcoin comes from. So, oh, um, but there's also in the very very beginning, uh, it has you ch- choose between like a shield, uh, a wand, and a sword. And I picked the sword because that one was the one directly in front of me, and my uh, Switch controller decided that that was the decision I was going to make. Uh, and I gave up the shield um, because you know, fuck shields, right? Am I right, y'all? I don't know, choice. son. <laughs> so do you? So Josh, do you know uh, mechanically those quizzes have a a purpose? Do you know what that is? Oh, absolutely no idea. Okay. Um. So the the weapons that you choose in the beginning and the one that you give up determine like your stats. So you choosing your sword means that you will have like a better like melee skill. Yeah. Um, and you will, you giving up the shield means you'll have, like, less defense and, like, you'll get less defensive bonuses as, as you play through the game. Um, similarly, the quizzes that you took, um, that the three characters asked you determine, like, how fast you level up. Did it say that your journey begins at, like, morning, midday, like, noon, or night? I thought it said midday. Okay. That's, you'll level up at a normal pace. Okay. Um, that is wild that that is, that's how that's decided. That's actually... Mm -hmm. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. No, no, it's not wild, because listen to me, everything in this game is vibes, right? So that's what this (laughs) was. It was a vibe check, and that is what you told them. And so your vibes are leveling at a normal pace. My vibes are fine. (laughs) Your vibes are midday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I'm mid. Okay, what does mid mean? Because this is the second time this week I've heard that, and I don't understand what the reference is. I also have no idea. Is this a Gen Z thing? This must be one of those Gen Z things. Something is mid. It's like middle of the road. It's average. It's not that good. That's it? That's the slang? The obvious thing? Yeah, it's the super obvious thing. God, I fucking hate kids. I'm kidding. them kids for a second uh we should know uh aaron and i are old and sleepy <laughs> josh is a bit younger than us oh uh, i i think that is kind of important because i did miss King, like kingdom hearts like i said something my brother kind of played a little bit my older brother um which if you don't know who my older brother is who the fuck are you and why are you listening to this podcast yes really how did you find us <laughs> how did you find us like comment and subscribe if you don't know who my brother is um but yeah, I think I kind of just was a little bit too young for it. Like, I just kind of barely missed it. Uh, I'm... How old am I? God damn it. Uh, I'm 23. You are 23, yeah. Um, so, like, I'm not super duper young. I'm just kind of an age. Uh, you guys didn't know what mid was. Oh, my God. Sorry. I'm sorry that I'm almost 30 and have a bad back. <laughs> 
Well, that's because you didn't cho- choose the shield when you were born. <laughs> no, you're right. I didn't. I didn't point. choose the shield. I chose. I chose the wand and um, uh, the secret choice, which is the cloak. Ooh. Um, I don't know if that's a lie. Is there a cloak? That, is there like a Pikachu? <laughs> like, if you will have to find out. Yeah, what Aaron said. Uh, hey, so. Um, How's how the island life treat you? Is what I want to know. Um, it sure was an island. Um, you sure did walk around a bit. Uh, I did like that there are a decent number of like little things that when you find, you're like, oh, cool, I found this thing. Um, like there are a couple like tunnels that you go like you know into the tree uh, where they do all their graffiti. Uh, that comes uh, is very important later. Um, but overall, I just kind of found the side missions of, hey, go find this shit for me. Very annoying. Well, here's the important uh, here's the important thing, right? You said you missed Kingdom Hearts. Uh, what is your fam- familiarity with Final Fantasy Absolutely as a franchise? Absolutely nothing. Oh, Boise, Idaho. Okay. <laughs> so, all of the characters that aren't Sora, Riku, and Kairi that you met on that island are Final Fantasy characters. Oh, fuck. I, I didn't realize that there was, like, homework I needed to do prior to... Kingdom no, 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 no. No homework. You don't Google a single thing. You are you are not allowed. Okay. <laughs> That's the point of this, right? Is to see what it's like to have somebody with no context come into Kingdom Hearts and be like, huh, I can objectively va- evaluate this game. <laughs> Yeah, those are, um, like, I think uh, Titus is there. Um, Titus, Waka, and Selfie. Yeah, so two of those are from uh, Final Fantasy X. I forget where Selfie's from. Um, I don't know either. Okay, I, Aaron looked like he had the answer. He does not. Yeah, I have okay. a big book of all the characters in Kingdom Hearts on my lap right now. It doesn't say so. <laughs> oh, I should have brought my big book of Kingdom Hearts characters out and put it on my lap. But <laughs> it's just standing decoratively on my bookshelf. Um... Well, you know, uh, um, here's the thing, fellas. Here's what I want to know. Fellas, asterisk. Uh, (laughs) If the three of us uh, were to set out on a raft, how long do you think we'd make it? Aaron would kill me day 0.5. Yeah, I would would, um, drink your bone marrow. (laughs) I, I, I think that, like... That wouldn't make it very long. I feel like you two have a decent shot of making it after I... I feel like we have fairly complementary skill sets. I would go into, like, crisis organizing mode for sure. Uh, but, you know, if we made it a couple of days, um, I don't think Sora, Riku, and Kairi would have. Josh, thoughts? I was so disappointed with their uh, raft. Uh, and I was also incredibly disappointed with them being like, we need to get food. How much food should we get? Like, two coconuts, a mushroom... And like a bag of water. That's sustenance. I don't know what to say. And we're going to sail to the edge of the planet. You It'll know, be fine. You could make like a delicious got, soup in that coconut. We got the three major food groups. Coconut, <laughs> fish, mushroom. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, I, feel like, I feel like it might benefit our listeners just because like, and benefit maybe Josh also to go back over some things as we progress through this. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I feel like we should we should uh, uh, err on the side of slightly explanatory every once in a while. So, like, Josh, do you want to walk us through, um, I guess, like, the, the story premise of the Destiny Islands? Yeah, so uh, Sora wakes up after his weird dream within a dream within a dream. Um, and Kyrie's like, hey, you're lazy. Get to work. Uh, and then 
Riku's like, hey, stop both of you being lazy, and then looks at Sora and goes, you're in love with her, uh, which happens eight other more times, <laughs> where someone looks Sora in the eyes and goes, you're in love with Kairi, and then Sora's like, what, what the, f- what, what? Uh, and then I'm glad you picked up on that because does Sora ever reciprocate that love for Kyrie? Not once that I noticed. Interesting. <laughs> Intriguing. Uh, I, I chose if you choose the shield, I guess they fall deeply in love. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, those are the three optional endings. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then uh, Kiri's like, we gotta get off this island and go visit other worlds. We're making a raft. Uh, go find the stuff to make a raft. You do that. Uh, also, Riku absolutely wiped the floor with me when I fought him. Just smoked my ass. Um, He'll do that even if your Switch controller is not drifting. Yeah, I, so I played this today, and like I have just been playing Elden Ring, so I was like, I feel pretty confident taking on Riku. He's still fucking tough. Um, like He does this thing where if you complete your combo, he will fall on his back, and then you have... You, like, you don't have enough time to get out of your combo to jump away. Like, you just have to, like, jump as fast as you can because he will propel himself forward and kick you to get back on his feet. And it's extremely hard to dodge. Uh, I fought him twice. I couldn't beat him. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm tired. I'm sick and fucking tired of people saying Elden Ring is the hardest game. Fucking try to beat Riku and <laughs> Kingdom Hearts with this drift controller. I want to see someone fucking do it. Uh, but yeah, they they make the the raft. Uh, I tried talking to other people, and they just kept saying like the same kind of generic stuff of like an island. Sora. Did you fight any of them? Uh, no, because after I got my ass beat, I was humbled. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, you're not in a good place to fight them right now. Mentally, um, fair. <laughs> um, what do you feel about Riku's relationship with Sora? Uh, he is um, my Sasuke. I'm so proud of you, Josh. You are going to have to explain that to Uh, me. Sora's Naruto. Um, Okay. Kiri is Sakura, obviously. And then Mm -hmm. uh, Riku is Sasuke. And the entire time, everyone is like, ah, Naruto, Sasuke. um, Or, no, sorry. Naruto, Sakura, or Sasuke, Sakura. Shut the fuck up. Sora and Riku love each other, and you can't convince me otherwise. Podcast over. Bye. (laughs) We're done. (laughs) You solved it. Pot accomplished. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Uh, This has been. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like that's so you zeroed in on the thing. This is the thing about the whole series is exactly what you said. (laughs) Yeah, so I, listen, I was a tiny little homophobe when I was growing up, uh, as (laughs) I think all of us were, and two of us are queer now, which is funny. Um but uh, I remember playing this, and, and you know, I was like, uh, I, w- I was adjacent to fandom communities growing up. I never really was in one, um, probably until Dragon Age, and even then, I, I really stayed on the outskirts. Um, but I do remember uh, reading, I was just seeing like links to fan fiction about like Sora and Riku all the time, and I was like, people are so weird. Like Sora and Kyrie are like in love. And then I replayed it when we started doing uh, when Aaron and I were doing our podcast episodes on uh, Mortified for it, and I was like. touching the two of them i'm going to really tender uh like a picture as we go through this podcast and, and i think to either you know push this further if it seems to really move me um but here's the reason why i believe it currently 
Uh, Riku tries so hard to pretend that Sora likes Kairi because he's so deeply in the closet. I get it. He and and Sora looks at Riku like that's my rival. I'm gonna be him one day. I also would look at Riku as like a 14 year old and be like, man. I love to kind of like be like that guy when my actual little baby brain can't get to the thought of, I want to smooch him. So Riku and Sora's little brains haven't gotten to, I want to smooch him yet, but they're getting there. And poor Kairi is like, I actually can't give a shit about either of you two. I don't think she likes either of them. (laughs) Oh, Josh, I'm so, I'm so proud of you. You really crushed this analysis. You really did, Josh. So happy. Can we talk? Anyway, (laughs) yeah, go ahead. So they have this weird fruit, um, Sora. (laughs) The Popo fruit. (laughs) Sorry. I had to make my slightly homophobic joke. Uh, They have this weird, yeah, the weird little star fruit. um, And they toss that shit around so haphazardly because Riku like is like here Sora give it to Kairi and then your fates will be intertwined or whatever and Sora's like awesome and then just throws it off a fucking bridge mm-hmm. <laughs> he does not give a fuck that's a magic <laughs> fruit that means you guys will be friends forever yeet I mean to be fair it grows on the big tree in the center of the island like he could get a million of them yeah I don't know. I worked real hard to get those fucking coconuts. Can't we just take some of that magic fruit with us? Uh, you don't want to do that, though, because if you take that on a raft and one of you dies, you're, you know you're all dead. It's just a survival tactic. That also means if, like, a seagull starts biting into it, that is now with you forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seagull begins to hang out with you and becomes your new best friend. How far does that go? Like, at what point does Kingdom Hearts... I think what what points does Kingdom Hearts recognize something has a soul? Because it's obviously their souls being bound together. So if... Oh, man, Aaron took off his glasses, which means I've stumbled onto something. So if, like... does Is it like what the Pope said, where, like, if a dog ate it because dogs don't have souls, then it's not bound to you for life? Is that what the fruit's doing? Well, Josh, it's interesting that you bring up dogs, uh, because, um... <laughs> Let's go hang out in Disney Castle and you tell me if that dog has a soul. Oh, no. No one in this fucking castle has a soul. I need, before I <laughs> shit on this sequence, uh, the vis- the visual goof of Donald walking up to the giant uh, gate and then opening a tiny door, which is clearly the only door that works, um, was very funny. And I did go, <laughs> which is the most that I think this is ever going to make me laugh. But also, the- you didn't like the, the launch sequence? It was a launch sequence. Um, but, like, I, I found these scenes very abrupt because we're on, uh, I guess, Final Fantasy Island, which is I did not know. And then we just suddenly go to, like, the Magic Kingdom with Donald, who knows the dark arts. Yeah, Donald so Donald's, Donald's a, a sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> Donald's a wizard. And, and Goofy's a knight. Goofy's a knight, and... Minnie is a princess. Queen. Queen. Don't don't disrespect. Don't disrespect her. You got me there. Yeah. (laughs) She will fucking come for Minnie's head in a couple games. (laughs) Yeah, they deserve some disrespect later, but for right now, they're inoffensive. Man, do we have to cancel the queen? (laughs) I've been trying for so long. (laughs) The American urge. (laughs) That's the goal of this podcast, to cancel (laughs) Minnie Mouse. Uh, and Elizabeth II. But, 
time is working on that, my friend. Uh, but Mickey Mouse ha- is the king, and as all good kings do, he left with, after leaving a little note saying that stars are disappearing, and he's going to go work on that. And then Donald and Goofy are like, actually, we should go help on that and like see if we can help out our king man out. And then Jiminy Cricket shows up. And he said his world got destroyed. And that's about as much as they say about that. And I don't know how Jiminy's holding it together so well. Well, he's, uh, you know, he's still looking for Pinocchio and Geppetto. I don't know. It sounded like he gave up hope. He was like, none of them made it to the castle. So, you know what that means. Well, um, what, what, what exactly do you remember them? What is the reason that Donald and Goofy have to go off? Uh, I do know that Goofy said that we're, uh, here to keep the border controlled and I was like oh <laughs> fuck no oh fuck no 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 he no. grabs an assault rifle and he's like we gotta keep the immigrants out <laughs> Jiminy you're one of the good ones like it was re- I got real fucking nervous uh, but no thank goodness Donald was like world controlled um, he says world order world order what did I? Yeah, I, I it, whew, it scared me. <laughs> um, um, but but what? They're they're looking for a key, right? Yeah, I didn't know what was going on with that. Hmm. Do you know now? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll get there. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. You know what did? I guess like you know how how do you. I don't think you're wrong. I think that you're very right to be like, what the fuck is going on here? Because it cuts from this very anime ass, like, there's this weird uh, love triangle going on, and there's just these kids who have this fantasy that to escape their, their world, and then fucking Donald and Goofy from, you know, the last hundred years of television are there, and they're like, we, you know, we gotta find Mickey Mouse. Um, and, and I think you're right. I think that abruptness is, is kind of something you will have to lean into as a part of the franchise. But not only does it jump in, but, like, there's this deep political drama going on where like i think donald is trying to wrest control from the crown because he's obviously trying to keep secrets from minnie and daisy which is like a goof that they have where he he goes to goofy uh and he's like we can't tell anyone and then goofy says minnie and donald's like no and goofy's like daisy and he's like no and he's like no no i'm saying the people that are behind you which was a decent goof um so i would you call it a max goof no, it's not there yet. Okay. <laughs> it's a goofy movie, too, if anything. Great. But um, I, I think, hmm. I don't know, I don't trust Donald. I think he's up to something. That's interesting. It's very interesting. Intriguing, yeah. Fascinating. Wild to watch neither of you like be able to correct me on my bullshit. There's nothing to correct. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. There's something yeah. correct, yeah. You're listen. We're just we're just observing the interpretation. You know what I mean? There is so very much to learn. But I I do <sighs> just take a moment and talk about. It's some interesting choices to have like an island of people in the beginning go like, man, I think there are other worlds out there. I wonder how we get to them, and then like smash cut it to, you know. Mickey Mouse saying stars are disappearing. Entire populations are being deleted. I'm on my way to fix it. And, it, and then the fucking 
Aaron, would you the fucking dude who just shows up? It's like Sora, shit's happening. I'ma get you. <laughs> A dude, you say? Is it the brown robe? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, the robed guy. Hmm. I want you to remember brown robe. I want okay. you to really internalize the presence of brown robe. All right, it's deep within. You me. do not yet know what lies beyond the door. Is what he says. He sure is right. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm. Is it like the Matrix world? I'm sure it's going to be some crazy shit. Well, that door comes back, right? When when the island goes down. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So why don't you walk us through the the catastrophe that befalls Destiny Island? Yeah. So, uh, like I I can't remember what the inciting incident of like what starts it all, but like Sora's in his room. Yes. And he's looking out the window. And Sora. <laughs> Sora has a mom that never comes up again. <laughs> I was also going to ask that, like, all of the people are like, yeah, we have, like, a past life. And I, I didn't know if, like, Sora also had a past life or he was born on this island. But then they He say, was like, born. Okay. He was born on the island. Yeah, because saying something like, well, I'll never, we'll never see our parents again. Um, so there was some, like, weird, is everyone from a different place? Okay, that makes sense. Uh, the only one from a different place is Kyrie. Okay, cool. Which it makes sense because when uh, Sora goes after fighting the the little ghost men, who are adorable, by the way, they're very cute, very friend shaped, very very cute. I want like five of them. Uh, after fighting a ton of them, and fighting like a copy of that like big boss from the beginning, uh, Sora sees Kyrie very obviously possessed. And then she ghosts him. Um, and by ghosts, I mean flies, like, through his body. Kind of like T-posing. It's very mm-hmm. strange. She, she flies through his body, you say? Yes. Interesting. Interesting. I, I hate this. <laughs> I feel like I'm giving a presentation. <laughs> I, love, I love that you pitched the idea of, yeah, I want the people that know so much about Kingdom Hearts to walk me through Kingdom Hearts just to have fucking... Hours upon hours of us just being like, oh, is that what you think? Huh, neat. I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait for... I, Josh, you're going to get some homework from me at some point or another, and it's going to be to piece together a time loop. (laughs) 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 Just be ready. It's going to involve that that guy in the the hood, and it's going to be fucked up. Oh, is that Sora? (laughs) No comment. No comment. No comment. I think it's, uh, I think it's Sora and Riku's baby. Uh, <laughs> God, I wish. <laughs> Stop, because uh, I, I I've already heard the phrase "Kingdom Hearts Empreg this year. Like, I really don't need to. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> yeah, there's a Sarah Z video where she uses this as an example. <laughs> Great, good. We'll have to link that in the show notes. I, I don't know if we can even continue. The best thing about Kingdom Hearts has already been said. <laughs> well, oh no, you got. We got a lot of best things coming up for us. Anyway, so so the shadows and the... Uh, what are the big ones called, Aaron? Do you remember? I was trying to find it in the notes. The big one is... <laughs> Josh, if you had to <laughs> make a guess about what the big heartless shadow man is called, um, based on um, another Disney property, Star Wars, what would <laughs> name one concept in Star Wars that you think that this big shadow man is? I, is does it use, like, the Darth? Like naming convention, cause it's close. It's it's close. Is it the, the baby Yoda? I don't know. It's dark side. <laughs> D- 
I'm that guy's excited. Called, that's good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a Bible Boys reference. For that is a God Warrior reference. Do you fucking don't disrespect me? I know all about the God Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> that's see now that is a joke that I fucking get in my old ass. Um, yeah. So so Dark Side and the little guys are shadows. Um, you will see them for the rest of time. Okay, good. I would miss them otherwise. Well, I see the dark side. They're great. Yeah, they uh, come yes. back a bunch. Dark side I, will come back uh, I frequently. can't stress enough how much I hate the dark-sided fight uh, because it's just, hit its hand. I'm like, what about it? And it's like, hit its hand. Hands, baby. That's where the heart is. Hand, hands is the pathway to the heart. I've been saying this for years. <laughs> uh, but then Riku gets all, like, I don't know, weird and emo I mean, like, you, you touched about how the fact that he was like, oh, we'll never see our parents again. Um, and I'm wondering, you know, what you think think about this speech. It's absolutely buck wild. I, I think they are <laughs> setting him up to be, like, the the friend that has to be saved, you know? Like, the he, like, leans towards the dark side, and then through the power of friendship and love and Minnie Mouse, he, like, comes back and, and chooses the right side. Um, That's so interesting that you say that. I'm basing this off of anime, which this seems to be very much leaning on. Yep, chase that instinct. It's it's served you right so far. Yeah, so I think like Riku, I don't know, like maybe a little like incelly, uh, it was like led down the wrong line, uh, and he just needs to be saved through friendship. <laughs> the only thing that I will say about that is that Riku can't be an incel because he fucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. <laughs> Great. Riku fucks. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, after that like, you know, uh, you know, Riku disappears, you know, Sora is you know, engulfed by darkness and then what happens? Uh I th- then I, for me it cut to um Traverse Town. Uh which is where I stopped because I was going insane with controller drift. Very you, fair. Hmm, but like one? immediately Immediately before, like, during that cutscene, did you... You have to refresh my memory, because I was so angry when I was playing this game. So, so Sora's about to get swallowed by darkness. Yes. Um, and then there's a big f- burst of light. Oh, and then yeah! He come... And then he's got a key, which, like, I'm sure doesn't isn't at all connected to Mickey looking for a key. I'm sure there's separate yes. keys. No, no, you're incorrect. <laughs> this is the key. Um, I think it's probably multiple different keys that are involved. That that'll come back to haunt us in a in a while, but don't worry about that. No. Now. Don't worry, yeah, right now there's just a one key. Just worry about that one. Now are keys like important because like in this multiverse, Jesus was crucified on a key, and like that that's why it's important. And it's so on Catholicism a- does exist in the Kingdom Hearts universe. So be careful no. what you wish for. <laughs> are you serious? You'll never know. Well, you will eventually. There's a Pope Benedict. We'll have to world. find out. Oh, man. Just, I mean, think about how many Disney properties canonically have Catholicism in them, and then yeah. imagine if whether or not you'll visit them or not. Oh, man. I just realized that, like, if there's, like, a hunchback of Notre Dame, we're going to have to have a conversation about what words are okay to say. Because I don't. Oh, don't worry. Because oh, no. Kingdom Hearts didn't. Oh, I feel so bad for the Roman. No spoilers! <laughs> Fuck. I, I'm so happy we're doing this. 
It's going to be a good time. I can't wait till we get into, like... Kingdom Hearts 1 is pretty tame. The... The second we stick a toe into Chain of Memories, the second we even sniff a boy in Chain of Memories... <laughs> sniff a boy? It just gets so wild in the best way. So so I hope you're ready for this warm-up lap. I, I'm really hoping... Because, like, I, this was before, like, Disney bought a ton of shit. Um, yes. I cannot wait until, like, Kingdom Hearts 6 where Sora and Tony Stark build, like, a mechanical uh, key. And then <laughs> when uh, Sora meets Daredevil and they beat up drug dealers and kill them together, I'm really excited. We'll have to see. But I think mm-hmm. I think that's probably a good spot to end for this first episode. Is there any other points that you guys want to touch on or... Yes. So we didn't really touch on the format of this show going forward. Um, Because Aaron and I are old and tired, we're actually going to be switching on and off for episodes. So next week, uh, you will just have Aaron walking Josh through um, the first worlds. And that'll be very, very fun. Um, and then you'll hear me the week after, um, and we will, we will, the three of us will reconvene for the beginnings and ends of games, because those are, uh, very interesting and very important and more often than not unhinged. So, um, very, very looking forward to just listening to what happens when we're not here. It'll be very fun because, uh, we will be able to pick up on which, uh, little hints we've been sprinkling in. Uh, and leading like little breadcrumbs for Josh to follow down the the path to the the heart of all worlds. And, and will we lead them astray? <laughs> I cannot imagine how we would do that. What I'm really excited for is the the fact that if I ask one of you guys something and you don't say, I can then go ask the other person. Like I'm a eight year old asking for permission <laughs> to eat cookies, <laughs> and I've got two chances. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, now you've ruined your plot. You you let us in. <laughs> On your strat. Who knows nothing can understand nothing. I'm always saying this. (laughs) But uh, as we are about to start as a tradition, would either one of you like to attempt to gaslight me about the fucking plot of Kingdom Hearts? Hit me with a possible fact. I think we could each do one. I think we could. Go Um, ahead, Aaron. I cannot wait for you to meet the man whose sword is a gun. Next episode. Sword is a gun. And I... Uh, look forward to you discovering who else in this series has a gun. There are multiple guns. Oh. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, when you guys are not uh, actively girl boss gatekeep gaslighting me, uh, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at AaronSXL, uh, where I tweet about tabletop RPGs and health policy. I also do two other shows with uh, Layla, Josh, and Josh's brother, who we will not name. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you can find me at L-E-Y-L-S-E-S on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. And the uh, show I do with Aaron is Mortified the Friendship Quest, where we talk about all sorts of media properties from uh, fucking... Godzilla vs. Kong to the Xenosaga franchise, and you can find us at Mortified Pod. And the podcast I do with Aaron is The Bible Boys, where we discuss Christian media and praise or condemn it. It's a lot of fun, and uh, recently we just did the Left Behind 
2000, <laughs> the 2000 movie, because the Nicolas Cage one bored us to death. I recommend checking it out. But we thank you guys for listening. And, oh, I don't have, like, a good, like, little fun... You could just say, um... You know what? May your heart be your guiding key. There's may your heart be your guiding key or suggestion. We ask you, hey, did this make you feel simple and green? And you can tell us yes or no. (laughs) I really like that. That's really really good. (laughs) Simple or green. (laughs) (laughs) Simple Uh, and or green. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Josh. Yeah. Uh, so for the week, uh, did this make you feel simple or green? Uh, I, it did not make me feel green. I was out of my mind the entire fucking time. (laughs) Simple it is.